0: This is Nisi Lexi. Welcome back to our brand new episode for The Boss on Music. And in today's episode, I have the lovely Emmanuel Faded. She's the one and only Toronto-based artist. You guys have seen it before two years ago when we did the woman uh, features, Entrepreneur for All the Women Around the World. She was one of them. And as well as we also talked to her a few couple of months back when she released her music video for Saturn. Her whole album um, release conversation we went over that and today we have her for the first time in our live recording in a studio to to discuss with us the things that she has been working on and all the COVID-19 drama I'm super super excited to have her here she's one of our sisters in the fashion industry as well as in the music industry here in Toronto with great honor welcome my money
1: so much Nisi
0: (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, for those who don't know so much about you, you as an artist, obviously, and also being a Sudanese Canadian, can you kind of a little bit reintroduce yourself and tell us about what you do and who you are?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I go by the name of Amani Il-Fated. Um So I was born in what's now known as South Sudan. I uh, lived in Canada pretty much most of my life. Um been working on music uh, for her since I was pretty much nine years old pushing hard, releasing albums and everything. So the type of music that I do is a mixture of R&B, of um, pop, of Afrobeat, and of trap, a little bit of reggae in there as well. And I released an album called Saturn last year, um, October 19th, which is almost a year ago. So yeah, the the project that I'm working on.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so last time I know we were discussing about your Saturn music and album. So how has that experience been since you have loved to release it? And then now it's like almost close to one year anniversary since you released the album. Can you walk us through all that enjoyment and all that excitement that went behind it?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, so leading up to the album release, I think it was the most chaotic year of my life just leading to the day of the release. Um, so I think at one point I was sleeping in the studio, you know, leaving at 4am, getting up at seven, doing all this work just to be able to, to put out the album. Um, so it was like, it was a crazy, crazy, crazy schedule. Um, and then after it was released, there were a few shows there were a few, um, things going on, but because I released it so late, there wasn't a lot going on at the time. So you know, when you're, like, in the studio 24-7 and then suddenly you're not in the studio anymore, now it's, you know, performance, practices, and, you know, interviews. It's very different. Very, very, very different.
0: Awesome, awesome. And I'm actually glad because I do see you that you also went to the state and perform, and, and was Saskatchewan
1: you also in with Regina? Yeah, yeah. Um, I went back to my, I guess, my homecoming show uh, since I grew up in Saskatchewan. Uh did a show out there which was, I feel was so surreal because, you know, this is where I grew up and, you know, all my friends are there and it's, it, it was very
0: different. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like a full circle, of just like where you started and then you on on to creating the dream and making the reality and now coming back and actually sharing that dream with your hometown people. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, it was yeah. really Yeah. <laughs>
0: So I know that recently you posted a couple of announcements about an upcoming song, which is called A Masterpiece. Uh, can you let's just talk about what it is uh, briefly and where can people look forward to listening to it?
1: Yeah, so Masterpiece is a very interesting uh, track. Um, so it's with Cocophonics Phonics Records. Um, they called me, I think it was like last year, and just asked if I wanted to work on a track with them. And I thought it was really... A good idea. Went into studio and the song was just so catchy. The lyrics are so uh um, sassy I think. I, I really like I'm excited for people to hear the lyrics. Um there's a reference in there to Alec Weck. So I was, like, already sold when I saw Alec Weka's name on there. Um, Alec Weka, for anyone who doesn't know, is a very, very, very prominent South Sudanese supermodel. Like, she's, like, the icon in South Sudan. So I was really excited to see that. So we wound up recording that before COVID happened. Um, and then uh shot with music video. Uh, but because of COVID, we just decided to hold off on the release. And now it's finally going to be released September 14th. Um, There will be a link on my Instagram that uh, you can check
0: out. Awesome. Perfect. So I'll make sure to also post the link in the description below so that people can actually go check it out. And apart from the Saturn, also, where can people purchase it and find your Saturn album that you released last year?
1: Uh, so it's available on all platforms. Um, so you can find it Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, the whole works. And then also you can check out my website uh, www.omanieelated.com. So there's a commerce section there. You can actually buy the Saturn T-shirts and you
0: can buy the Saturn album. Cool. So speaking with the whole COVID, I know a lot of is shows. Obviously, as an artist, it's been positive to COVID. So how has it, the COVID? uh obviously it impacted a lot of people so especially in the art and entertainment industry so how do you manage and cope with the whole pandemic and stay active I'll be
1: I'll be completely honest I'm still devastated (laughs) it's not as bad as it was before but I I was devastated when um they first announced it was the pandemic and I had all these incredible shows lined up. Um, one of them was the Costa Rica show. So I was thinking like, you know, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it'll end in a month so I can go and do my Costa Rica show. But just the cancellations came in. Pretty much my entire world tour, US shows, everything canceled. So I think for a lot of musicians, it was just heartbreaking. And coming off of an album, you need to tour the album. You need to promote. You need to tell people about it and let people hear it live. And I connect better with my audience live. Um, so I just felt devastated for like a full month. I didn't go outside. I just hid in my bedroom and I was just like waiting for the world to to calm down, peeking in my blinds like, is it over yet? <laughs>
0: and
1: yeah, but I, I've managed to cope now. Um, so like I know like a lot of artists are very stressed about it. A lot of artists are... They're not sure, we're not sure what to do. So the only thing we do in this time period is just go to the studio and make music. That's all we can do at this time.
0: That industry obviously shifting with the experience of the COVID and a lot of artists using the social media platform, doing some live Instagram parties and being engaged within the whole medium, trying to utilize that uh, aspect of the medium. So how do you see, or are you actually a part of that? new movement of the using the social media as a new way of kind of engaging with your listeners
1: yes so it took me a while to be able to do it but i i decided to take a different approach because what i saw is a lot of musicians jumping on and doing their streaming live and for me it's like i, I feel like because i was for years i think it's been five years non-stop show after show after show after studio sessions. Like I used to live in the studio as B Morales to probably tell you, I practically lived there. Um, So when COVID hit and I had that whole month where I wasn't doing anything, I kind of took a whole thing where I started just talking to fans, like sending messages, you know, doing voice notes, uh, little videos here and there Just like almost engaging with them in a more personal level. And I found that I learned a lot about people uh, that way. And I don't know, but that's just my take on the social media and how maybe I connected with them. Um, But I did see a lot of organizations like South Sudan Unite, they did their little uh, Zoom parties, which was, I thought it was going to be a typical office meeting, but you know, you get a bunch of people, like nearly 50 people in one room and you have a DJ in Nairobi playing all the hottest beats, all of a sudden you see people dancing, and it became this thing um, where almost every Saturday and Sunday, everyone was tuning in to, like, South Sudan Unite, what are we doing today? <laughs> or DJ Biggie Deng, what what's happening? You know, so they all, uh, that, that's what I was doing for most of the summer, which is Saturday nights in my, you know, kitchen, <laughs> dancing <laughs> to Afro beats and stuff. So I think that's how, um a lot of musicians are coping. As I mentioned before, they're doing the live streams. They're doing the, uh, the concerts, online concerts, which aren't the same, but you know what? It's getting music to people. So it's, uh, yeah.
0: That's amazing how you can see like a lot of people is just kind of trying to cope with the thing in a more positive route. Yeah. The fact that the, uh, you guys were able to kind of come in as a community, even, it doesn't matter where you are at work cause we're all experiencing this together and just kind of trying to find a fun aspect out of it, and kind of unite in a way where like music is involved. That's actually kind of brilliant. And the fact that a lot of you guys are actually in the entertainment and kind of utilizing that time, and also bringing that wholesome and just kind of positivity around it, it is very important. I personally missed it. I seen the highlight of it when you posted on Instagram. So like
1: oh, <laughs> Yeah, it's now still like every Saturday. Actually, in in about half an hour, um they're going to start another one. So.
0: Okay, I might join that.
1: I'm also- <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like it's with nightclubs closed, um, with you know the borders closed, everything is closed, so you can't really connect to people. So I feel like, especially for South Sudanese, and it's not just for South Sudanese, by the way, too. It's also Africans can join too. You don't have to even be African; you can be anywhere. You just need the Zoom link, and you you join in. But I feel like it's just it's allowing people to connect. It's allowing people to you know have fun. I've seen people passing their numbers around, so. So they're just, they're having a really good time and it's safe and you're not spreading COVID. So. That's really good. Yeah.
0: Social distancing, but it's still social. Social, <laughs> exactly. Very, very social. <laughs> that is for sure. So currently, I know you said that you're working a lot in your studio. You're just kind of sitting there doing a lot of crafting work. So what do you expect out of your stuff that you're cooking behind the scenes? Ah, uh, well. <laughs>
1: Originally I wasn't going to, to do a project. I'll be really honest because I just came off of Saturn and that was almost like three and a half years in the making. So I was like, oh, COVID's here. I'm going to sleep for two years and then I'm going to come back. But, um, what ends up happening is that past six months for me, I guess, have been so heavy, so crazy dealing with things that I, I, I can't even like, I can't even compute what has happened in the past. Um, but what I found was very inspiring for me was this whole connection with health, this whole connection with, um, with friends like family. Like for me, I'm not really connected with my family, but I found that there's people in my life that are very, very familial to me. So I started connecting with them. I started learning more about myself. I started learning more about other people. And it just created this whole, like, I don't know, it's an ultra feeling where I just feel like I just want to write about all those experiences. So I'm now starting a new project. Uh, the code name is Divine, but <laughs> yeah, so I actually finished producing one of the songs today. Um, and I've been working with um, a lot of other producers, including uh, Jason Spanu, who is off his tour with Frank Ocean. So he was like, come into the studio, let's work on something. And then uh, B Morales and I are probably going to be cooking something up again, too. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes and where it takes us. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, there's actually, a lot of exciting things that come in your way. I'm super glad that you're able to utilize kind of like a new perspective and also kind of give us something fresh so yeah. i'm hoping to that and do let us know like once it's done i would definitely definitely want to sit down and have another listening to it because your last album was bang on to be honest with you it's like different track i remember myself like i was doing a lot of like contract work and things like that i was in the library uh the channel reference and i was literally like just blasting that for two hours i was just listen. oh my it was a great, Thank you. Yeah, it was like, because it takes you, like, every song has a different tone to it, and then there's this one particular song where, like, it's like, I am from Ye, I'm from Juba. That was just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. have to represent, you know? <laughs>
0: that was a good song, too. It was a great song. A lot of, like, there was, like, a nice tone melody, like, very chill and calm, and there's, like, club party kind of songs in there as well so i really love that project i definitely look forward to hearing what you guys actually producing upcoming for your next album
1: yeah well it's gonna be well we're gonna try to do it bigger bigger and better go big or go home right (laughs) yeah exactly you know these days you gotta
0: (laughs) Amazing, yeah. amazing. So, who, like I know growing up, you mentioned earlier that you were inspired by Celine Dion at an early age. So, who are other artists that now that you have obviously grown in the music industry that along the way kind of inspired you to also figure out or oh, defining yourself as an artist? Who do you- yeah, so, um, vocally, because there's
1: different aspects to it too. There's vocally, it was Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Um, it was also her songwriting, vocally and, and songwriting wise. Um, I just loved how candid and honest she was in her in her lyrics, and how her voice was just so like raw and exciting. Um, obviously, Celine Dion's voice too. I, I love her, but what I really loved about Celine Dion was her showmanship and how when she got on stage, it was like, "We're here and we're doing the show, and you guys are going to enjoy. it Let's do this," you know. So I really, I really enjoyed that about her. Um, another artist that I don't speak too much about, but I I, I totally love her. Is that MIA? Um, her writing, her antics, her her mindset. Like I think that's what inspired me to not write just writing a song and recording it, it's like actually feel it and see the song in your head and dream about it and have it all visualized. And each song is now a whole concept in itself. So she was the one that inspired me to do that. And then um, as I got older, I discovered this band called Phantogram, um, who I'm completely obsessed with. But um yeah, like just their production, their performances, they're just, you know, these two people from upstate New York, just, they went to a barn one day and recorded music. And I just thought that was like such a great story that for me, I'm just like, yeah, keep the team small, just go and write. And uh, shout out to Josh. I'm always like sending him messages, asking him for production, you know, advice. And even yesterday I asked him like, Hey, is this song ethio jazz? Like what's going on? And he's like probably annoyed by me, but Pantagram is one of those big inspirations
0: for me too. That's amazing. So it's thinking of being inspired and everything. Um, so I'm being obviously in a lot of like in the music industry performing and as well as like being in the studio. So wh- what do you think are the question would be here as what are some of your most favorite moments as an artist? Favorite life? moments
1: that have happened or? or that I...
0: Your answer have happened. It, either like you being in the show or you just being in a recording studio or just writing a song. Like, what was that moment? Most memorable moment that you're like, wow. Okay. Um, the
1: two, I guess, there's two most memorable moments for me. Um, And it's mostly because of the feeling of it. Um So the first one is when I'm performing and the audience just gets it, and they're just, they're into it. I, I, I love that one big one that I had was when I was in uh, Minneapolis for the um, the South Sudan United 2019, and I sang the song The Hills. And usually when I sing it, like nobody really, some people don't really get it, but I, there was an energy in the room that day. Everybody got the words. They understood it. And when I put my hand up, you know, the Black Power, <laughs> everybody got up and everybody did it, and it was like, oh, like, hundreds of people getting up and putting it, it was just this moment, and I, I, I loved it, because it was, that was the meaning of the song, was for everybody to unite, and everybody to say, yo, this is, this is a problem, or this is our strength, this is our power, let's, let's stand together, so moments like that, when the audience is just like, into it, and they know, and they understand, or they sing the words, it's, it's really great. Um, the other one, it sounds tedious to a lot of people, but I love the feeling when I'm in studio, and I've been in studio for the past maybe 12 hours, 13 hours, sometimes even 24 hours, I haven't left, or I haven't slept, I haven't showered, I haven't, whatever. I know it's gross, but, you know, sipping my tea on the couch, just asking in the moment of like okay I haven't slept I haven't done anything but I know what the purpose is of doing that I'm making these sacrifices for the music and then you hear the music and you're like that was worth no sleep that was worth you know forgetting to eat that was worth not going to the gym or hiding and not seeing the sun it was worth it in the end I think those moments for me are just like wow you know
0: actually very on point that's actually could be a negative knowledge too because of the fact that a lot of people when they see artists they just see the glitz and the clam but they don't know see the hard work that was behind it the sleepless night everything that you guys do try to see we just see the final product we're like yes we love it <laughs> it's so true it's
1: so uh, funny because i was talking about about that to someone a, a while back it's like when we're on tour when we're in the studio it, it's literally like people assume that it's just all fun and, and games and talking it's like no we're working we're working so hard and we we don't have that we're not just you know drinking and 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 whatever some people smoking in the studio it's you have hours upon hours upon hours of work and you have to be patient and you have to hear the same thing over and over and over again and you know when you're on tour you're on this plane you're on that plane you're sleeping in the sky and then you land and then you do your show and you don't get to have the fun that everybody else is having. You know, even if you're going to the club, you're working. A you're not, you're not dancing and having a good time. You're sitting there making sure everybody else is okay or, yeah. you know, just taking your pictures. It's hard work, but it, it pays off in the end. I, I feel like just the moment when you hear the song and it's finished yeah. and maybe it's on the radio or on TV and you're like, wow, wow.
0: <laughs> you know, it gives you that satisfaction like you finally did it. Yeah. It's a like great feeling because a lot of times, even me as a creative uh, person, well, I do a lot of like uh, graphic work. Sometimes like when I do graphic work, I spend hours and hours of going back and forth. They're like, no, this is not. Go again, change the text, change the color. And then finally when you see the, the post itself being printed and put out in the show or like a headline of the big artist coming, and you're like, wow, I actually did that work. Yeah. Amazing feeling. So I do understand the fact that like a lot of the hard work that you do and then at the end when you just look back, you're like, wow, you actually produced that. It's yeah. Really yeah, for sure. So, uh, also take me back to how do you kind of like, obviously the writing process for you as an artist, it takes different process. Some people like to work at night. Other people like to just kind of like mellow or spend some few days away from people in order to create it. So what is that journey like for you as an write a songwriter um it's a mixture i like to i like to stay away from the studio Mm -hmm.
1: for months at a time especially after i release a project because what i find is that if i continue to go everything's going to start to sound the same
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and i don't give myself a a break so i usually give myself like i say my my lifetime so i go and actually go and live life Mm -hmm. and have more experiences and then go back to the studio and write about those experiences Um, So that's how I kind of get the inspiration, kind of like what happened with COVID. Now I have all these inspirations going back into studio. I'm like, oh, I have so much to write about now. Um, And then when it comes to the writing process, I always say that it just falls from the sky or, you know, God just kind of like whispers in my ear and says, okay, this is what you're writing now. And I'm like, oh, well, it wasn't, it's almost like not even my choice. It's just, it just pours out. And just goes on to the pen pen and paper and, and that's it. Um, and then in terms of production um, usually I'm like either angry I'm happy I'm confused I'm not sure what happened or I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and go to my keyboard and I'm like okay now we're going to do something and that's that's how the music starts and then the lyrics later
0: so for any young artists obviously that are upcoming right now thinking of getting into the music industry I wanted to become uh, an artist or a songwriter, whatever have you in the production. So what advice do
1: you have for them? Yeah. So general advice that I would say, um, I mean, there's the obvious practice. There's the obvious, you know, learn as much as you can. Don't just dabble in one industry or one aspect of the industry. Like if you're a producer, don't just dabble in production, go into marketing and learn more about the whole industry because it'll help you in the future. And it also helped you to not get into bad deals or bad contracts or, you know, just get into bad situations in general. Um, so it's uh, one piece of advice um, that I would give. Um, the other thing, I guess it's more geared towards like mental health when it, when it comes into it um, only because not a lot of people talk about what you're going to go through mentally in order to get to where, you know, you want to be. Um, so, I know like a lot of people aren't, don't have the best circumstances, but I would say build yourself a little community. Join a community if you, if you can't, you know, speak up about your feelings, speak up about the things that, you know, are going through your head right now, because I see a lot of like, especially in the South Sudanese and African community, people aren't speaking about what they, what they're going through. And then they're going to jump into the music industry and you know, in some way they kind of, lose themselves or get confused or they feel like they're not supported or they're not you know they're not gonna go far so I would say try your best to build a little community whether it's just two friends that you know who have your back or you know it's a organization that you can call or you can contact anytime time I think that's like one thing that I just really
0: wanted to push out. No, oh, sorry, that's actually very valid information. I like think you have to kind of even though, like, you work hard, you know, when you go. this to an aspect, but also your mental health is very important, and that's, for me, I feel like that is a very important negative knowledge that you actually brought up, because not a lot of people take it seriously, or even within our community itself, it's a huge stigma, people don't talk about it, and the fact mm. that you make it okay for us to kind of discuss that is actually very valid, and thank you for bringing that up as well, and also, where can people find you in social media or anything? Like, what are your social media handles? Where can they find you if they want to listen to your music or just kind of keep in touch with you?
1: Yeah, so um, my typical handle, Amani Illfated, um, Pretty much you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter. Not on Twitter so much, but, you know, <laughs> uh, you can find me there.
0: Um, and then obviously my
1: website, uh, www.amaniillfated.com. You can always find me there. Um, yeah, those are
0: Super, thank you so much Amani for being here today I know you're a super busy lady <laughs> to Take your time out of the day to be with us here I do appreciate you And keep us posted with your next album that is coming up And for those who wanted to uh, Listen to Saturn You can go to Amani's website www.emanielfady.com You'll find her Her uh, whole album that she released last year As well as also check her on Instagram YouTube She has amazing video that she shot also for the hills last time it's all about empowering and i know we were gonna do some play before you depart i I always do that with artists so we try to ask them three questions where we play a little game but let's see how i do right now with this game okay (laughs) all right (laughs) so this one has to be with either you sing it or you dump it Okay, all right. All right, so question number one. If you were to pick one thing, either write of more exper- ex- experiment-based songs or write a club song, which one would you write, sing it, and dump it? Um... Would you rather write experiments, like, based on your own ex- personal experience or just for clubbing and party and things like that? Experience. I would write more experience songs. <laughs> um, just because
1: I'm emotional, I guess. I have all these emotions I want to, like, release, you know, and put it into music and connect with people. that So I would definitely write something based on experience
0: that's fair enough okay the next question is um would you rather sing beca- like stay as an as, as an artist or use your talent and platform to impact people as a as a music teacher ooh that one's tough <laughs> i want both Fair enough. Both. Yeah. Okay. I usually say why, but both, I guess you just kind of wanted to do.
1: Yeah, because I like, I can't not say I love the stage. I love the studio. I love all of that. Yeah. But I do also want to impact the world and teach people. So I don't know which one I would choose more.
0: (laughs) So the last question is actually from our studio production people, they wanted to know, when was it the moment that you realized singing was for you? Like, what was your aha moment? My aha?
1: It was um when I was four. <laughs>
0: and
1: We were playing lava in the living room. So for those that don't know, lava, you're not supposed to touch the floor. You're supposed to, like, jump on the chair. So we were all <laughs> jumping on the chair. And... The TV was on. We didn't really have cable. It was like CBC or something. And Lindy Dion was singing and she was like performing live. I think it was even just the commercial. It wasn't even like a full show. Yeah. But I stopped. I lost the game because my one foot was still on the ground. <laughs> but I lost the game. But I was like, huh, I want to do that. <laughs> and then from then on, I was like, that's what I'm going to do since I was four. Oh,
0: wow. That's amazing that was your moment of stopping the game itself and then be like no this is the game of life <laughs> i know and it, it's
1: terrible because i lost and i was like the champion at that time so i felt bad that i lost but i was like yeah at least i have my whole life plan now i just find my,
0: my entire life it's it's it's, it's very yeah. important that like the fact that you find what you wanted to do at a very young age and then you work towards it that's something amazing thing i don't even know what i wanted to do for you <laughs> hey, it wasn't profound it wasn't like
1: i didn't even know how to write I, I probably i didn't speak english even at that time i didn't even know how to say what i wanted to do i just it was like in the back of my mind that i'm like oh well we found our way i'll carry on with lava you know? <laughs> yeah
0: that is so important it's an amazing story uh thank you so much amani for being here today i had such a blissful time too to kind of interact with you and also just kind of like get to know more about the music, uh, career as well as understanding where the whole aspiration kind of aspect come about until and yeah so keep tuned make sure to go on Spotify, follow her on Spotify and Google um, iTunes Music or what have you all the basically listening streaming platform make sure to go check out Amani's Faded" album Saturn in there as well as looking forward to her September 14 where she will be releasing Massive Phonics Yeah. So until next time I'll more be more than happy to have you guys back again here and Amani feel free to come back anytime. anytime. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and most welcome.